0: Kellyanne Conway today rejected reports that she is the number one leaker in the Trump administration. Added Conway, but I'll tell you who is.
1: I get it. Uh, Looking at the Today Show, they got a bunch of teachers in one of the states where teachers are um, uh, not showing up to teach and uh, demanding a variety of things. It varies from state to state, but I'll tell you this. You never see coverage that comes from the taxpayer's point of view ever on the teacher's story ever not even a nod toward it. but marshall's going to have this that in his news at the bottom of the hour we'll talk about it a little more then. joe is at home because he has jury duty today and is taking off soon and joe
0: yes sir yeah i'm thinking about that education story it's so right i've been watching a bunch of news on the various states where they're striking and not only is the taxpayer never represented as if that's a significant part of the equation but but you never see, you know, like a, a panel of four people with various points of view sit down and soberly discuss the state of education, say sure. in Kentucky or Oklahoma. Um, it's it's just all, and it reminds me a little bit of the other things we're talking about today. Everybody is hurling hyperbole at each other, and then the the herd of voters or public opinion runs in one direction or, another, or just you know gets confused and goes home.
1: I know. I'd love to see a great conversation where you leave the teacher pay out of it. Because that ends up being a, why are teachers paid X and NBA players paid this? You know, that sort of conversation. Um, and just, how much money are we throwing in education? More than we ever have. Do we feel like we're getting results for it? No, most people don't. Well, what's going wrong there? How about that conversation?
0: Right. Let's all take a pie chart. Uh, let's take a look at a pie chart, rather. Uh, everybody enjoys a delicious pie chart. And see where the money's going compared to where the money's going 20 years ago. And I'm not even going on a presumption that, you know, it's being wasted or spent poorly or whatever. I there's no need to go there yet, and that's kind of my point. You know, in, in Oklahoma, they're talking about how uh, the teachers got a raise, but they found out it came out of general education funding. So their situation in their classrooms, which they portray as pathetic and underfunded, will grow more pathetic and underfunded. Well, part of the reason for the problems in Oklahoma are the the fact that they have massive, massive Indian reservations. And there's awful poverty and lack of education on those Indian reservations. But nobody wants to bring that up. Why Oklahoma is particularly troubled? Because that would lead you to, all right, what's the situation on Indian reservations? All those people are dependent on federal handouts, etc., cetera, et cetera. What are the dynamics of, of trying to run, you know, Native American reservations the way we're running them these days? It's troubling stuff, and, it, and it's politically incorrect. So nobody wants to go there. But if you're not going to go there, you can't discuss education in Oklahoma. So, you know, why are we wasting our time?
1: Oh, and do you remember the story a couple of months ago that, geez, you'd have thought it would have been an ongoing uh, discussion, but it lasted like a day in the modern news world that there's a teacher shortage all across this country. Every state, rural, urban, everywhere, there's a teacher shortage. We took texts. Nobody said it was because of it's not pay that's driving people out of the business or stopping it. It's all kinds of other different things, and that never comes up.
0: Right, yeah. Frustration with uh, administration, the way schools are being run, the students, whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, no, they don't. And it's just, I don't know, it's just frustrating. Um, speaking of frustrating, you get your, uh, your coverage of uh, immigration, illegal and legal, and there's a difference and anybody who just says immigration when they mean illegal is a liar, and you need to call them on it immediately, no matter how uncomfortable it is, um, even if it bogs down the conversation, because if we don't do that, we'll never get anywhere. But so a lot of attention is being focused on this caravan of people moving across Mexico from Central America. And what's interesting is, according to reporters who are traveling with them, it's about 1,200 people organized by various uh, open borders, activist type, uh, human rights uh, activists, they call themselves. Who's
1: who's first who who first dropped the C-bomb? Who first said caravan use that term? Is that uh, is there something particular to a caravan or I mean, how, how did we decide on that?
0: Well, they are organized. They hang together, partly for their own protection, because the uh, even the government of Mexico will rob and rape these people as they move across Mexico. So it is; it's an organized group.
1: But well, is it a? Are well, they in a bus? I mean, why is it not a bus load? I don't. I don't know. I know. I suppose be I shouldn't. Be. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, but anyway, the interesting thing about these twelve hundred people is that's just slightly more than get stopped on our border every day get apprehended by ice every single day. So it's just like, you know, it's going to be an extra busy day on the border. But they have declared their intention to slip into the United States somehow, then apply for asylum as refugees from, you know, various horrendous circumstances. And there's a list that you can get approved for. But once you, you know, get your hearing for refugee status, they give you a slip of paper tells you to show up in court. And then what is it? 88% of them never show up in court. Right. Um, and just melt into the country. So I don't, I, and listen, uh, as we've said many times, we're willing to discuss with anybody, anytime, how many people we ought to have coming into the country, uh, under what circumstances, where they ought to be from, what their skills are, whatever. I mean, and if the people of the United States decide um, we want open borders or we want a million people a day or whatever, well, that's the law of the land and I'll live with it. but, The idea that you can't point out that this is just a scam to melt in the country illegally, that's somehow improper or racist or belligerent or right wing or something. I don't get it. What's your counter argument? Yeah,
1: and the organizers themselves are saying this is to draw attention to government policies and blah, blah, blah. So I don't. I don't know exactly what's going on here. The whole immigration conversation is so crazy to me. Why we can't all just decide on okay, what do we want to do? What what do we want the rules to be? Let's follow those, as you just said. I, it blows my mind that we haven't gotten there.
0: I think a significant part of it is that both parties have been complicit in the situation that we have right now, and so you know people on both sides are frustrated with appealing to the government or following the law. So they're like, I, we're not only are we close. Truth these days were a, a post-law people, but the one thing the Mexican ambassador said in that interview, which I happen to see too, was that we really have to concentrate. And I'm paraphrasing now on making these Central American countries less crappy, so people have a chance at a decent life. And you know it's crazy that we have to do that. But if you did that, if you worked with these crappy, crappy countries, um, they're really some might describe them as assholes. Jack, I wouldn't, but. <laughs> You help, you know, try to get these these asshole countries on track and remove the magnets for illegal immigration into the U.S. he's got the situation substantially solved, but you know we don't really have the will to do that.
1: Um, we're going to uh, jump into the Sinclair conversation. If you know that, I didn't. Uh, I I had heard. I'm in the I'm in the uh, radio TV business and I'm uh, familiar with Sinclair as a company. I didn't know how big they were. I didn't know what they were. I didn't even know they were. Sp- Specifically, TV. I didn't know any of that stuff till the story broke, and you've probably seen or heard the audio of uh, all the anchors reading from a script. Now that is a horror to some people. We'll um, we'll we'll read what those anchors were saying because that's an important part of the story, and get into what's behind it, and and see if it is state-controlled Trump TV that we should all be frightened of. Stay tuned for that coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Armstrong and Getty The
0: conscience of the nation Yep The Armstrong and Getty Show
2: We are extremely proud of the quality, balanced journalism that CBS 4 News produces. But we are concerned. The the no 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 Plaguing
0: our country. country.
1: Plaguing our country.
2: The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish these same fake stories without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false, false news, news has, has become, become all, all too, too common, common on, on social media.
1: So, that's a little bit of the statement made on uh, Sinclair television stations all across the country that is getting so much attention. Welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show, where the Getty half of the show is at his home because he refuses to come to work.
0: No, I'm tired of you people. You, you're constantly putting out diseases.
1: Andy uh, coincidentally has jury duty also. So, um, yep, this correct. station, we talked about it some yesterday, and uh, it obviously has legs. It's getting more and more attention. And um, some of the phrases, terms that I'm I'm hearing thrown around: state-run media, Trump Television, Soviet Union, that sort of thing, because you have this Sinclair Television Group that has stations all across the country having their anchors read from a script. Uh, well, to start with, I wanted to I wanted to read from the script, and it took me a lot of clicking around to come up with the script. I came up with, I don't know, 15 different versions of the story, New York Times, Washington Post, NBC, CBS, these different people, where they didn't have a link to the script, which I thought was really interesting. Um, because when you read the script, the story is not as exciting, in my opinion.
0: Not nearly as exciting. I'm finding this reaction to be absolutely hilariously overwrought. Uh, The idea this whole state TV thing, please, you know, the idea that uh, there's a company with some sympathy toward Trump and and they would have their anchors read essentially a a positioning statement. You know, maybe it's because we're in the business and we know how companies operate. But NPR was absolutely precious this morning talking about these local anchors who have really built up credibility through the years. Yeah, credibility because they're handsome and/or pretty and read off a teleprompter. I mean, whoopie-poo. <laughs> but anyway, to the text.
1: Um. Well, I'll, I'll just read from the text and then we'll uh, then we'll get on with it. Um, it starts with "Hi, I'm A and I'm B." So I guess you'd say I'm Jim and I'm Jenny. Our greatest response Five
0: square Dog, that she's vaguely Asian. <laughs>
1: Uh Yeah, I'm I, I'm squared-jawed, uh, trustworthy uh, gentleman with a little gray in his hair. She is uh, a, a mixed race of some sort. And here we are with our script. Our greatest responsibility is to serve our blank communities. We are extremely proud of the quality, balanced journalism that blank news produces. We're concerned about the troubling trend of irresponsible, one-sided news stories plaguing our country. The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. I don't know how you could disagree with any of this so far. More alarming, some... has
0: been, like, the the leading narrative from uh, these big media outlets. So, yeah, so far, so good.
1: More alarming, some media outlets publish these same fake stories, stories that just aren't true without checking facts first. Unfortunately, some members of the media use their platforms to push their own personal bias and agenda to control exactly what people think. This is extremely dangerous to a democracy. Uh, if I was going to quibble with any of this, that's the paragraph I'd have the most problem with. I don't, I don't, I have no knowledge or background of Sinclair stations. I've never watched a news station and known this is a Sinclair, this is not. But from what I read, and I'm probably reading this mostly in liberal news outlets, they're a conservative-leaning television group. Um.
0: Right, right. Yeah, that little... Sentences is a little weird to push their own personal bias and agenda. Well, that's certainly true, but to control, in their quotes, exactly what people think. I don't, what's, where's that verbiage from? That's a little odd.
1: At Insert Call Letters here, it's our responsibility to pursue and report the truth. We understand truth is neither politically left nor right. Our commitment to factual reporting is the foundation of our credibility now more than ever. Can't argue with that. But we are human, and sometimes our reporting might fall short. If you believe our coverage is unfair, please reach out to us by going to our website and clicking on content concerns. We value your comments. We will respond back to you. You definitely can't argue with that. Uh, we work- no,
0: I would like to hear the New York Times regularly say, if you believe our coverage is unfair, please reach out to us, et cetera, et cetera. We will respond to you. Ha, ha, ha. That's a hilarious
1: notion. We work very hard to seek the truth and strive to be fair, balanced and factual. We consider it our honor, our privilege to responsibly deliver the news every day. Thank you for watching and we appreciate your feedback. Um, the uh, portrayal of this as uh, everybody being forced to read in lockstep a pro-Trump statement. That's the part that confuses me. I don't understand what the pro-Trump stuff is in there.
0: Well, the way it was explained to me by various uh, liberal uh, thinkers and talking heads, is there are, there are dog whistle phrases in there that are designed to appeal to Trump fans at his behest. Media bias, that's a dog whistle phrase for Trump fans. Fake stories, that's fake news. Again, that's communicating directly to, to Trump uh, voters. And uh, But they don't get to the, the part where there's any problem with what was said.
1: We're trying to.
0: I mean, obviously, if this group and its management is in sympathy with the president and they told their employees, hey, read this, if they went too far, then their viewers would abandon them. And and problem solved.
1: We're trying to get Howard Kurtz on. He's the media critic now for Fox, used to be for The Washington Post. I'd love to hear what his view of this is. But uh, some of the phrases I've heard on MSNBC, CNN, uh, NPR, for instance, uh, people talking about you can't have a network that's a cheerleader for one side. Oh, you can't? Really, MSNBC? Really, NPR? Really, CNN? You can't have a network that's all over the country that that leans one direction. We have a lot of those. Um, again, I don't have evidence that Sinclair is that. I'll have to take other people's word for it because I don't. I don't know when I'm watching a Sinclair station. I guess. But um, but there are plenty of outlets out there that are cheerleaders for one side, so that, that already exists in America. That particular statement that they just read, I don't understand how that's a cheerleader for one side or the other. I'm, I'm just confused by the whole story.
0: Well, it's the, you have to buy the dog whistle argument um, that it, that's clearly a veiled message uh, you know, in support of Trump or whatever. But listen, I find the notion that a TV group would signal vaguely and subtly, that they might be in sympathy with the administration in general, and that be greeted as quote-unquote quote state TV or some sort of threat to democracy or something, which is hilarious, the democracy's slime. In the wake of 85% of the media being so aroused by Barack Obama, so completely devoted to him and everything he did, they could barely control themselves. They're like hormonal teenagers. For eight solid years, and then a, a, a single TV group has their anchors read again a vaguely worded statement that we got to avoid fake news, and all of a sudden it's a national disaster. You people are hilarious.
1: And the paragraph where they they say if you think our news is uh, not accurate or or fake or whatever, please contact us because we'd like to know that. I, I don't. I don't I, this seems yeah, so I like innocuous.
0: To hear, hear little Mika Brzezinski say that. <laughs>
1: um by the way we have been accused many times throughout our radio career of uh towing the line of various companies and we've never been told what to say by anybody um not even once which I don't know I don't know if there's in any convincing you of that as a listener or not but it, it's it's almost interesting to me I would have expected that at some point hey lay off this or lay off that but never never one time that I'm aware of uh has anybody
0: no, I mean, uh, I was just gonna say our contract says we can't disparage the companies we work for. We can't go on the air and 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 you know, well, disparage them. I was gonna give some examples. That'd probably be online. <laughs> 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 cause oh boy, there'd be some disparaging. But uh, that's it. That's the only control anybody's ever sought or you know asked for from us. and and again, these 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 cute little news readers. Standing up as some some sort of centurions of (laughs) truth—hilarious.
1: But, but the reason I brought that up is I would be uh, really troubled by that. If a boss had ever come to us and said, "I want you to read this," um, uh, I want you to read this statement that says criticizing the president of the United States does not help anyone, or, or something like that. I would, I well, I wouldn't do it. Um, I'd really be bothered about it. But if 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 they came to us and wanted us to read that particular statement, the one I just read, I don't think I would have any problem with it. Um. Uh, it doesn't push me one direction or the other. And it, it welcomes uh, opinions and criticism if you think our stories are wrong. So if if I did have to read a script and it was that one, I'd be okay with it, I think. How about you?
0: And speaking of which, yeah, our email is mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We'll take your opinion any time of day. Uh, no, I would not have any problem with this whatsoever and just keep in mind all those people talking about state media and, and what a terror this is they're trying desperately to scare you to stay tuned Everything is always your hair has to be on fire. Everything's a crisis.
1: I do want to hear the counter opinion to that. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC, 415-295-KFTC. We'll get into that more coming up later. What's uh, in your news, Marshall?
2: Uh, Showdown teacher walkouts over pay and retirement benefits, growing and spreading. And the very common habit, you really need to stop now.
1: Yeah, I'm picking my nose. I, I just, since I was five, I just can't stop. Marshall's news on the Armstrong and Getty Show next.
2: So Joe, are you taking off soon because
1: you have jury duty? Is that correct? Or is he already taken off? Joe's already left us. He will be missed. Um, I was going to ask him about the Tiger Woods story. Not the he's the favorite to win the Masters this weekend part of the Tiger Woods story. He's got a girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, who's threatening to violate a non-disclosure agreement. Right.
0: Uh, That's none of your business.
1: Stormy Daniels style. And uh, we'll talk about that more coming up. But, you know, he's not running for president or something. I don't know how anybody could damage him. It'd be hard to damage Tiger Woods. (laughs) I
0: was going to say, yes. Um, At this point, wouldn't it be enhancing his brand? Because his brand is a philandering fake Buddhist who well, plays really, really <laughs> good golf. God, Tiger!
1: <laughs> philandering fake
0: Buddhist. Oh, oh uh, he he think rehabbed his image with those press conferences and stuff because the rest of us are still chuckling, Tiger.
1: But this ex-girlfriend, is thre- th- 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 he's having trouble keeping her in her non-disclosure agreement. She's going to come out and say he cheated on her or something like right. that, I guess. But <laughs> Would that be shocking to anyone? No way, Tiger Woods cheated on you? Get out of here. um i'm gonna read from the new york post story coming up after joe leaves you're leaving soon correct i am indeed uh news now with marshall phillips well
2: the walkouts are spreading tens of thousands of teachers in oklahoma and kentucky stayed out of school on monday they rallied in their state capitals instead calling for more education funding inspired by teachers in west virginia who got a pay raise after going out on strike The teachers in Oklahoma, for one, are demanding higher raises and more education funding in general. We've got outdated textbooks. We've got teachers that are emergency certified in our classrooms. We've got custodial staff that's grossly underpaid. There are a lot of things that the legislature neglected. Now, the Oklahoma teachers are out again today. In Kentucky, the teachers are upset about changes to their pensions that were added onto another bill about sewage that was passed last week
0: teachers are going to be pushed into um, like a less secure plan. If our teachers have a less secure plan, then it's going to be a lot harder for us to retain and recruit um, the best educators here in the state.
2: Now under that new revised plan, it would phase out defined benefit pensions for teachers and replace them with hybrid retirement plans that would combine features of a traditional pension with the features of the 401k accounts that are pretty commonly used in the private sector. Well, there's a couple of
1: aspects of this. First of all, our uh, our public employees' pension system all across America is, we're, we're, we're giving people too much, you just can't afford it, it's unsustainable, so that's going to change whether you like it or not. But that on the school thing, and I don't know about that particular district, but I know in general nationwide, we're spending more money on schools than we ever have. So the idea that you have outdated textbooks and you can't afford band uniforms and and, and whatever else, you got to look at where the money's going at some point and not just say we need more of it.
0: Well, and you'd think that if it's some factor beyond the administrator's control, like liability insurance, which I know has gone through the roof, or state mandates or state testing or something like that, let's go ahead and talk about it. That's fine. Let's you know not separate into our partisan camps you're anti-teacher you're conservative you're liberal or whatever what the hell's going on with education i think there are a lot of people making a lot of money that by not uncovering that truth
2: uh the, no doubt and word this morning is the next state to join the protest movement could indeed be arizona where thousands of teachers gathered in phoenix last week demanding a 20 percent pay raise and more funding for their schools the movement is growing rather what? rapidly.
1: And Maybe maybe that's good. Maybe a, a whole bunch of states get together and it finally becomes a national conversation and we say, why are we spending more money right. than we ever have, but my kids don't have, but my, my teacher has to buy crayons and the kids don't have band uniforms like I had when I was a kid when we spent less money
2: on schools. So what changed? Somebody tell me. The EPA wants to revoke California's ability to impose stricter standards for vehicle emissions. The EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt saying the Trump administration is going to abandon the federal goal of having uh, vehicles average 55 miles a gallon by 2025. Average 55? Yeah. Fifty-five miles an hour a uh, gallon uh, by twenty twenty-five. Wow, that's a hell of a goal. Now I did hear some. Uh, I get fifteen in most of the vehicles I drive. I, I did hear some <laughs> analysts. I did hear some. My analysts... My wife gets twelve in her <laughs> truck. Twelve. I did hear some analysts claiming that there are already cars being sold that will get fifty-five miles an hour. Cars and trucks. Mm. So Just they go say downhill in neutral with a tailwind. <laughs> yes. Anyway, the move's a direct confrontation to California and about a dozen other states that have the full authority under federal law to continue following the Obama-era target. All right, my friends, file this one under Habits You Need to Break. Stop rubbing your eyes. It makes you look old and tired and worse.
1: I thought you were going to say it gives you colds and stuff, which that is true. Uh, It makes you look old and tired.
2: Yep. What what
3: if one is old and tired? Yeah, I'm old and and tired. What should I do?
2: Doctors are saying we rub our eyes because it'll cause uh, tear production which moisturizes your eyes and will initiate a uh, slowing of the heart rate, leads to a feeling of stress reduction, but... Rubbing your eyes lowers your heart rate. Yes. Stress reduction, that's interesting. Yep. And uh, rubbing too often though can damage your eyes and the surrounding skin well, around them. Yes, well, if you them. rub too high, <laughs> yeah. or too hard, you're gouging yes. your eyes out. Next time your uh, your partner is a little stressed
3: out, just go over and start rubbing their eyes a little bit. Here,
2: here's a tip for you, <laughs> Homo sapiens, if you haven't figured it out: if you're pushing so hard that it hurts, stop. Now they're <laughs> saying they're saying if you rub your eyes a lot, it'll cause the it'll change the shape of your uh, cornea, which can decrease. <laughs> your vision. Your eyes are looking wow, a little oblong this there, is, Jim. Well, I push on them really hard. This is science. Men's Health Magazine did a big write-up on this.
0: You know what occurs to me, Marshall, why blood has been flowing out of my mouth after I brush my teeth. I'm probably <laughs> brushing too hard. So If it becomes intensely painful, that's too hard. <laughs>
2: but the whole it makes you look uh, old
1: and tired. Okay. Gotcha.
2: One last note, the plot thickens, the latest development in the Stormy Daniels President Trump saga comes from a rather unlikely corner. That would be Seth Rogen. Rogen appeared at the Ellen DeGeneres show on Monday claiming, I've known Stormy Daniels a long time.
1: uh, And I'll be honest, she may have mentioned some of this stuff uh, around 10 years ago at the time when you asked a porn star who they've been
3: sleeping with And the answer was Donald Trump It was like the least surprising thing That she could have said right. Oh shut
1: up so Why has why Seth Rogen <laughs> known
3: Stormy Daniels For quite some
1: she time She was
2: in a couple of his movies oh, Knocked okay. Up and the 40 year
3: old virgin Yeah yeah she's done some legitimate acting As well as being a mattress the actress. Who, who,
1: who was she in uh, Knocked Up for instance
3: well, she, I mean, she played she's...
2: a stripper and a porn star oh, okay. So
3: it wasn't a huge read Gotcha
2: Anyway, that's your...
3: <laughs> she wasn't dressed up in a nun habit, you know, really <laughs> <Right>. expanding <laughs> <Right>. her range.
2: <laughs> right. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. So we should bid Joe a fond
1: farewell. Any final thoughts for the day, Joe?
0: Uh, not really, Jack. I just recommend you keep seeking the truth, bringing perspective. <laughs> this brave little man you are, and, uh, and serving the listening audience.
1: I know you're off to jury duty. Do not rub your eyes. It makes you look old.
0: Right. Yeah, too late.
1: Yeah. Um, I got more on that Tiger Woods thing. His own stormy Daniels problem or something. I don't I don't quite understand what's going on there. Joe says he's not actually the favorite to win the Masters. He just is on the betting lines. He's the fan favorite, Jack. The fan yes, favorite. Indeed. God, the network's got to be rooting for that. Yes, the excitement is mounting. I won't watch, as a as a non-golf fan, I won't watch a second of the golf tournament, is it this weekend, yeah. um, With yeah. without Tiger Woods. With him, I, I might log hours, and that's true for millions of people. A uh, bunch of stuff on the way on D- the Armstrong. Yeah, oh, Joe, another comment from Joe.
0: Because you're a racist against all the white golfers.
1: That's exactly right. Uh, you're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: It's a story
1: in the New York Times. A lot of Americans try retirement, then change their minds, and it's not because of the money. Kind of interesting and makes you think about even if you're not retired or close to retirement age, thinking about uh, your place in the world and uh, what you get out of work and that sort of thing. We'll discuss that coming up a little bit later. Um, Trump's favorite words to tweet. Somebody took a look at a whole bunch of President Trump's tweets and boiled down like a dozen words that he uses over and over again. Sad. list is kind of entertaining. Is that on there? Sick is on the list. Sick. Joke. Joke is common. (laughs) Sad is one of them. Fake is one of them. Uh, Disgraceful embarrassment. Pathetic. Boy, there's a lot of words kind of in the same vein there. Weak. That's funny. Uh, maybe I'll hit you with that a little bit later. And what was the other thing I wanted to talk about? I don't know. It'll pop back into my head. Oh, uh, NFL cheerleaders making the news a lot. And uh, what what the, what life is like as an NFL cheerleader. It's coming to light, and you're either horrified by it, or you think, well, that's, that's kind of what the job is like when you're you're out there being a hottie, shaking your ass for money. Um, text line is 415-295-KFTC. There's not a single study that shows that more money equals a better education, not one. I don't know that it, that's true, but I'll bet it's pretty close to right. God dang it, and through this whole education uh, teacher strike conversation, I wish we could get down to, it's not it's not that we're spending half as much money as we used to on education or anything like that. It's, it's the exact opposite. We spend as much or more than we've ever spent before. We're just not liking the results as much. What's happening in between the student and... And, the, and the, the taking the money out of my check. Let us kind of nail that down.
3: Now, do, do those incorporate, I know this is something that we talked about, like with box office results. So we're spending more on education, but is it, so are the teachers making more, but they're, they're with inflation, their cost of, the percentage based on the cost of living is, the, is the, skewed, or? The, the what the teachers make is such the end of your tax dollar.
1: Okay. After it gets head, it's heads off to the, in many cases, the federal government, then back to the school districts or to your school district, and between that dollar and the, multiple layers of bureaucracy in between the teacher and your tax dollar. I think that's where the money is going. And we, uh, you know, I I wish we could talk about that. I don't know if it's just too complicated or and Joe's theory was the, the people that are profiting from that don't want to talk about that. I don't know. But I, the, the idea that, you know, kids kids march around in, in band now just in their clothes they wore to school because you can't afford band uniforms in the modern era. Why? Why could you afford them 30 years ago, but you can't afford them now? Why did 30 years ago, teachers didn't have to buy their own pencils and crayons and stuff, but do they do now? What's going on there? Where'd the, where'd the money go? Never We never get that. We just see teachers on the street. We all love teachers. We want them to make more money. Who doesn't? Uh, and, and that's where the conversation stops.
0: So I hope there
1: can be some deep dives on that. Uh, I want to get into the Sinclair thing again later. I'm afraid if I read these texts, we'll get off on that. Uh, so maybe I'll skip that for just a moment. Um bah, bah, bah. boy, we're still getting texts about the the shooting in Sacramento. I feel like that story may have ended briefly. I think when the toxicology report comes out, there might be another round of um, of that or or when they announce for the investigation that no no nothing was wrong the the the, the police are not being charged with anything. Maybe it will be another round of protests and that there, but I'm gonna hang on to that information for then. Uh, if, if we get back into it. And again, the cheerleader thing coming up, which is pretty entertaining. So Tiger Woods. He's a golfer. He's a balding, uh, partially Asian, partially black, partially white man. Cablin Asian, he calls himself. And uh, he used to be the greatest bo- uh, golfer in the entire world. And, no,
3: idea. no idea how good he was at boxing. Did I say boxer? You were about to. <laughs> greatest. Bo- that's what it sounded like to me, at least. I, did. Yeah. I
1: was going to say boxer, and I have no idea why. He, um, one of the reasons he's not the greatest golfer in the world, well, age, that's one of them. Two, he he decided to start training to be a Navy SEAL and and blew out of his back and his knees and his neck and everything else. Or, you know, the Perkins waitresses he was doing instead of his wife uh might have caused him to blow out his knee also. But he's been on the comeback trail. Um, Some betting lines have him the favorite to win the Masters, the most important golf tournament in the world, this weekend. Though Joe says that is mostly, uh, a betting thing as opposed to a reality thing, but it's not the only thing Tiger Woods has to worry about this week, according to the New York Post. Kristen Smith, who is dating golf's emerging, who has dated golf's emerging comeback star, Tiger Woods, 42, is in arbitration with Woods currently over a non-disclosure agreement. Sounds a little like Stormy Daniels. Smith is said to have ended the romance after suspecting Tiger Woods has been unfaithful. Wait wait a second. I should have sat down before. Let me get my chair. I should have sat down before I read that. Tiger Woods cheated on his girlfriend. Ooh boy. Nobody's a hero anymore. Um, The golfer who sought treatment for sex addiction in 2010. Let me pause for an aside here. Uh, There have been a number of recent articles. Uh, pointing out there there there's no such
3: thing at least according to the medical community as sex addiction or or sex rehab no but you don't get like i really want to have sex though like i really want to there
1: there's there, there may be something called sex addiction but they haven't really nailed that down in a medical sense yet and there's certainly nothing called sex addiction rehab that doesn't exist that's a made-up thing but a number of people have gone off to uh to sex addiction rehabs like Harvey Weinstein, Tiger Woods, uh, Anthony Weiner, and others. Um, he allegedly offered his former lady love money to sign a non-disclosure agreement in hopes of avoiding another public scandal. According to the gossip site uh, TMZ, the stylist Smith, she's a hair stylist. She could have been styling his hair. Um, accepted the uh, non-disclosure agreement, but is now hoping to break it, claiming it cannot be enforced. There's the Stormy Daniels tie-in. You accepted money at some point and signed an agreement, and now you're wanting to break it. I'm just thinking because you feel like you can make more money um, breaking it than, than he paid you. If you'll remember, Tiger Woods' first marriage to uh, a model crumbled in catastrophic fashion as a result of his infidelity in late 2009. 2009, which included her beating him on the head with a golf club on Thanksgiving Day. I believe that was 2009, which is not a good way to spend your Thanksgiving. So I am for all for her breaking their her nondisclosure agreement and offering us fodder for days to come of all the various uh, waitresses and skanks that he got with while they were trying to have a relationship.
3: I'm more uh, this one feels more kind of icky on a personal relationship to me than than the Trump stormy because that one was purely transactional neither one was really catching feelings in, in that Correct. moment nobody was in love this feels like this was actually a relationship it's like okay this didn't work out like most of them don't people are sure. complicated relationships are hard so all right let's how, how do we how do we in this amicably keep keep the stories out of the tabloids let, let me scratch you, you check. would you
1: would hope this would, this is what would suck about being famous You'd hope that if you break up with somebody you're dating, and like you said, most relationships do not end in lifelong marriage. Yeah. It just statistically couldn't be more true. Um, you would hope that you don't need to have lawyers craft up agreements that people sign whenever you break up. But apparently, if you're a celebrity, you do. Or if you're a celebrity and you're doing icky things you don't want people to know about. But uh, Fame is a cruel, cruel thing. Really not good on her. Unless he was abusing her, and there's no claims of that. Uh, why don't you just keep your trap shut? You, you, delayed, you dated a celebrity. That doesn't give you a right to go out and tell people about his feet or
3: whatever. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> for instance, uh, some more on the Sinclair TV group coming up on the Armstrong and Getty show.